Today's episode is brought to you by Ritual. Ritual has got the multivitamin for you. Also, today we're brought to you by Calm. Calm is going to help you get your sleep on. That doesn't rhyme at all. <laughs> Let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghost and Friend Dog. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Guys and Grendo in the morning. I mean, that, you know, could have used a little more energy, <laughs> but like, all right. I mean, honestly, that's most people in the morning. Everybody's that guy. That's why we're supposed to like morning. get them. We're supposed to like, yo, welcome. We're waking them up. Yeah, but here's the thing: is like most of the time, if I wake up, I'm like, uh, what do I want to listen to? You know, something calming, like the Calm app. You know, not like or like you know, just whatever. Like you watch the birds outside and squirrels. You don't want to like, all right, what's outside? It's like, time out, time out. All right. You go to your window and watch the squirrels and stuff outside in the morning? Yeah. All right. Let me let me rephrase this. <laughs> you go outside and watch the squirrels and stuff at 2 in the afternoon? Well, I don't go outside. I watch them from the window. Right. But it's not morning for you. Let's be clear. You've well, slept through morning. Morning me. ceases to exist when you are awake. Well, let's talk about what is morning. Morning is the uh, time, let's say, between sunrise and noon. All right. Well, when I wake up, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I you know, I'll eat my oatmeal. I'll like look outside. Uh, often there's a squirrel that'll run by. I think he's just he's like always looks for the nuts he's buried. I think he's hitting the point where like you know we uh, we've gone through winter and then he's like, wait, do I still got nut? But he's like a fat squirrel. Like he's been eating nuts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he just a fat squirrel. <laughs> But, like, winter's not over, so, like, uh, I don't know I what was about doing. to say, that guy, he's in trouble if he's looking for nuts. He's like, I, I ran out. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Like, <laughs> we got at least like a month and a half, two months before anything's, uh, you know. Yeah, no, that squirrel's in trouble. Yeah, but, I mean, he's he's still pretty good. He's still got enough uh, hibernation in him. Like, just <laughs> chill out. Dude got tons of hibernation. Good. <laughs> Uh, yeah. In fact, there was one squirrel. One time it was just snowing. It was like a blizzard. I look outside, he's just chilling in a tree. Well, where else is he going to go? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, what's he going to do? Get indoors? Like, ah, man, I got to get inside the house. He's going to take off his little squirrel coat and his That's little squirrel mittens. He's like, oh, <laughs> mother, it's terrible out there today. What were you doing out there, squirrely? Because apparently mom call, calls the squirrel squirrely. Or. Or maybe we just aren't seeing it through nature's eyes. Maybe that was a squirrel who saw snow and was freaking out. <laughs> maybe that squirrel was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> right? Because, you know, I don't yeah. imagine a squirrel's got a long-term memory. Right? So I don't know that he's like, oh, no. Right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. He's yeah. probably tripping balls. That squirrel <laughs> ate one of his old moldy <laughs> acorns. It was covered in some sort of fungus. He's seen colors. The sky's falling, and he's like, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I, I'm just saying, maybe we're giving this squirrel too much of the Disney treatment. And in reality, <laughs> he was losing his mind. I was going to ask you about something unrelated to squirrels and waking up at all. Uh, uh, yes, go on. How do we even get here? Oh, yeah, just the morning thing. That's what I was going to... Okay, so, like, when you wake up in the morning, you want something calm like that. You don't want, like, you know, loud stuff. Maybe after you've already woken up a bit. I, I, I But the whole point is to get you awake, right? The, like, boop, 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 that wakes you up. That's the thing that wakes you. That's true. It's kind of like an alarm, but at the same time... Everyone hates alarms. So maybe yeah. we should have like a perpetually. But wouldn't they uh, want to wake up to sound. us rather than an alarm? I think that's the, the whole point. Or we're like, actually, no one listens to us when they wake up. They, they listen to us when they're at work trying to kill an hour. That's what I'm saying. Or on the way to work when they're just like, all right, I'm already awake. And they're like trying to drink their coffee. Yeah, all right. Look, you may be right in theory, but <laughs> that squirrel was tripping balls, dude. <laughs> think about it. Think about it. That's true. He was. If you were squirreling, you saw the sky falling, you would be like, oh! <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Even if I wasn't a squirrel and I saw the sky falling. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Like every baby who's ever seen snow for the first time, you lose your mind. You're like, ah! <laughs> yeah. I get it. It's great. Snow's awesome. Speaking of uh, waking up, I wanted to ask you about your schedule again. Because I saw you were streaming when I was like stopping streaming. You were streaming at like 3 a.m. or something. I'm like, what's yeah, this guy doing? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm back to normal. One night, I just couldn't get to sleep. Like I, I just kept waking up and then finally woke up at, f I don't know, 4 in the morning. It was like, F it. I'm awake. I'm going to get stuff done. When do you go to sleep? Oh, at like 11 p.m., maybe 10 p.m. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And so, and I just kept waking up. Like I, it was, I was my normal sleep schedule, but just for some reason that night, I could not. I was so restless, and I don't know why. I just couldn't get to sleep. And mm. so... I uh, woke up and was like, all right, I'll try to get back to sleep. And then just sat in, uh, I guess, laid in bed for hours. And finally was just uh, like, F it. And just got up and started working. And I got a bunch of stuff done. But then, I don't know, 3 p.m. hit. And I was like, I got to find a bed. I can't do this. <laughs> so I fell asleep and then woke up. At 11 p.m. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. that's So, uh, yeah, I was like, F it. I guess I'll stream because nothing else <laughs> is happening in the world. So I, so I started streaming stuff, and then I went to bed at, I don't know, maybe f I went back to bed at like 5. I, wasn't, I was barely awake <laughs> at all that day. And then I woke up normally, and everything was fine. But, like, I just really destroyed my sleep schedule for that one day. Huh. I don't that's, know. That's uh... That's one of those things you can't. You just can't do that. Like I remember, I tried to do a reset day once, which I've now given up reset days, uh, because it's like I'll just stay up the whole night and then go to bed. Uh, and I don't know. It just it always seems to fail me. So I'm like, whatever. But though I remember the one time I did a reset day and we were streaming, we hit like 10 a.m. and I was like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna stop streaming. And we're like, okay. And then we're like, okay, so. Uh, we'll just stay up till like, I don't know, what's a normal time? Like, I wanted to go to bed at like 10 p.m. I'm like, all right. And then the sun starts going down. Because it was like around this time in winter. And so, I was, or maybe even early, it was like December of like five years ago. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to like lay down. You know, just like, just lay down. And you know when you lay down, it's, go it's, it's over. over. You're done. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. done. <laughs> so it was like... 5 p.m. and I remember just waking up and it was like 2 a.m. and I was like, ah, oh, geez, 
Ah, uh, geez, here we go. And, I uh, yeah, yes. I sympathize with that. That is that is the vibe that I had. Like I knew I screwed up. I felt that I screwed up. <laughs> I saw the next day and a half ahead of me. Like oh no, I know what's gonna happen. And that still, I I could not get back to sleep. I laying in bed at four a.m. was like. I, I get up now, I'm screwing my entire next two days. But I couldn't, it was either that or just lay in bed and not go, like, it was that kind of thing where you're laying in bed and no position was comfortable. Yeah. And you're so aware and awake. And I tried sleeping on my stomach, like, my hand on my, like, re- my head resting on my hand. But then, like, the pressure of my hand on my head was uncomfortable, so I was like, ugh. So I slept on my side, and I was like, that was uncomfortable. I slept on my back, and I was like, that was uncomfortable. And I kept turning and shifting. And I, at one point, was like laying where I, my body was like making a figure four with my legs. <laughs> and I, everything, I was, I hope I was spread out across the bed. I, covers on, covers off. There was no comfortable position. I was fully awake. It wasn't even like, I'm kind of asleep. Sometimes if you can't sleep, do you ever get the you can't sleep anxiety where you're like trying to sleep but you get so anxious you can't sleep because your anxiety? I don't know. I, I as we <laughs> discussed, I don't think I have massive okay. anxiety yeah, yeah, yeah. about things. Because what'll happen to me is uh, well sometimes it's weird. Like sometimes I can go to bed, I'm like asleep in like five minutes or like ten minutes or whatever. Other times you lay there and it's like maybe it takes a little longer, like 30, 40 minutes. You're like, all right, maybe it's just caffeine I had too late or something. But sometimes. I think you just lay there for like two, three hours and you're just like, well, all right. But then I start getting anxiety about sleep. So I'm like, oh God, I can't sleep. What if I can't sleep? I don't think I can sleep. Then your heart rate starts going up. Then you're really not tired and you're just like, but I'm supposed to sleep. Come on, body, go to sleep. Come on, body. You like start getting mad at yourself because you can't sleep. You're like, God, this is so stupid. Just go to sleep. And then before you know it, you're just like, yeah. And then that's the worst. I hate that. I, uh, my, yeah, to everyone out there who has that, my sympathies. I do not. <laughs> I don't have, like, what if I don't get to sleep? I'm like, all right, well, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> <laughs> you just right. roll with it. You're yeah, just like, well, we'll if see. I sleep two hours, I'll be tired tomorrow. I mean, that's, honestly, that's what it was like at 4 a.m. I was like, oh, come on, body. I know, I, look, I know you're awake. But I know I need to sleep, and I'm gonna close my eyes. I'm gonna lay here until we pass out, and we just, I, we need this sleep, and it just didn't happen. And I wasn't like, oh no, it was just like, oh my god, all right, great. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, all right, this was gonna be. Man, this is this is a tale of two cities. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot. Mm. Earlier this week, I had a dream. And it is a reoccurring dream, and it is one that I think you need to hear because I want to know what you think because it's crazy, truly right. crazy. This is a dream that I've had numerous times throughout my life. I'm going to say 100, maybe more. And when I'm in the moment, I remember it, uh, uh, that I've had it. Like, I remember that I've had it before. I know the tropes of the dream. I have experienced it enough that even in this last version of the dream, I recognize that something was different. And when I woke up this time, I remembered to immediately write it all down. So I'm going off the notes that I wrote. So bear with me if I have to pause and be like, wait, hold on. Uh, (laughs) So this dream that I have is set in an amusement park. Uh, You know, like a Six Flags or a Disney or something. uh, Apparently, it is known in this dream world 
that there is a ride, a horror thrill ride at this amusement park that is known to be like the most immersive, the scariest, most mind-blowing experience ever that you, the paying customer, go to. And it's sort of like a one-on-one horror experience where it's you alone and everything's catered towards you. It's kind of like those, um, have you ever seen ads for those live play things where you go to a house or you go to like a hotel and you are the only non-cast member there? Or maybe there's like three other people with you, but everyone else is part of a cast and you have to solve a mystery or something. Have you seen those? I don't think so. Basically, you go there and they act out like a play and you as the observer can like walk between rooms. But essentially, I guess for the cast, they just go about their business of their character. And then at the end, the play ends in like maybe you pick who the killer was or whatever. Right. And Mm. so you can explore the house and do it. It's very similar to that. So what ends up happening is I, I, Jesse, go to this amusement park knowing what's going to happen. I know I'm going to go to this weird horror ride. I know that... Uh, I'm going to be scared, right? So it's not a nightmare per se. I don't, you know, I don't know exactly what to call this, but I know what I'm getting into every time I do. And so I will go there and start to enter the amusement park, even though I don't know what the signage is, right? It's a dream. I have no idea what the specifics are of this place. But what I do know is every time I, I am excited to go there, I wake up in a bed. And every time, This dream has me in a bed with my air quotes wife. Now I know she is an actress. She is an actress who is there to pretend to be my wife uh, for this horror experience. Right. Mm -hmm. And I wake up in the bed with her and she is uh, every time doing something different. So this last time I thought it was even I, Jesse in this dream universe thought it was weird where when I opened my eyes, she was licking my forehead like a cat (laughs) and it felt like her tongue was rough like a cat. Well, yeah, but she was licking my forehead and I looked up at her and she was like, good morning, sweetie. And I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) And every time it's a different wake up, right? It's nothing um, like overtly sexual, but it's always very strange. Like one time she was like playing with my fingers or one time she was uh, like rubbing an ankle, right? Nothing like, and then we were doing it. None of that. Right. And again, because it's like supposed to be a thing in an amusement park. So it's just, you know, it's like, oh, good morning, honey. And what ends up happening is we have this conversation every time, the exact same conversation, except I know it's a, it's a script, right? And the same yeah. conversation where she says, you know, so today's the big day. You're going to get your brand new car. I can't wait to see what it looks like. And at some point during this conversation, every single time, she's like, well, you need to get up and get ready for your big day. You try to move, but you can't. And she's like, oh, oh, I'm not done. I have to finish the operation. And if you look above you, there's a mirror. And she is laying in the bed next to to me, really. And every time she's operating on something different. This time she was operating on one of my eyeballs. And I, I saw it happening. But I also, again, recognized that this was an amusement park. So it couldn't have been real. So I was like looking at her and like, do what you have to do, honey. Right? Playing along. 
But there's been times where she's been operating on my arm, or she's been like in my gut, messing with stuff. And this time, she was operating on my eye. And I was like, okay, honey, do what you have to do, right? Because obviously, it's not real. What I'm seeing up above on the mirror is probably some sort of like weird eh, optical illusion thing. And then I get up, and I go to the closet to get dressed. And my butler is in the closet every time. And he's like, ah, welcome, sir. Can I interest you in one of these two suits? And every time, it's a different suit. And every time, whatever the suit is, is based off of whatever car I'm going to go buy. And every time, the car is different. And this time... He was like, sir, when you purchase your Mustang today, what would you like? Why I was thinking of Mustangs, why I would go, I don't know. I don't, I have no clue why this dream is the way it is. Couldn't explain any of it to you, but one suit was bright red and the other suit was red and black and the black parts were uh, little Mustang imprints. And he's like, what suit would you like to wear, sir? And I was like, I'll just take bright red. <laughs> I was like, I don't need the, I don't need the imprints. He's like, excellent, sir. And then, as per usual with this dream, my wife from the kitchen says, Honey, I'm making dinner. Come out into the living room. Uh, it'll be ready in a minute. So, of course, I go out into the living room. And the butler points out that there's something weird. He's like, oh, this is strange. I don't recall this ever being here. And I turn every time, and there's a giant bookcase. Like, massive one of the biggest bookcases you can pop possibly imagine, wall spanning, but you know, like a like a Harry Potter style goes up to infinitum, like massive bookcase, and there is like a little safe or some sort of combo lock up a few levels in this bookcase, and he's like, "What is that?" And for some reason, I always say, "Oh, I should check this out." And he said, "Well, don't don't get hurt and be careful. You wouldn't want the lady of the house finding out." I'm like, "What does that mean?" He's like, she stores secret things in there. And so, of course, I go and investigate. I don't know why every time I do. So I start climbing this bookshelf like I'm in Uncharted, right? And I'm climbing up to the top of this bookshelf. I get to the top. Uh, the safe just opens. It doesn't, it isn't even locked. It just opens. But there are three screws that I have to pull out. And then when I open the safe, inside of it is a remote control. And the remote control, I discover operates another every time it's a little bit different but it always for some reason this is the weirdest detail i always remember is there is a part of this bookshelf where there is a widowmaker figure from overwatch and it opens like she opens up and inside is something that i can never get to because what ends up happening is the remote uh, the, the batteries fall out And for some reason there are always only three batteries And I have to scramble down to the floor To get the batteries And when I do My wife, air quotes, walks back into the room And she's like, breakfast is ready, honey And the butler grabs the batteries and hides them behind his back He's like, go master, go And I walk over to her, right So I guess the butler and I are in league in this scenario <laughs> I go over to her And we start sitting down eating breakfast And she's like, well, before you leave You definitely should do your morning tasks I'm like, well, what's that? She's like, oh, well, your game, of course. I'm like, what? She's like, yes. She turns to the TV and hands me a light gun, like one of those old Nintendo light guns. And she's like, all right, well, I'll be at work. See you later, honey. She leaves. And on this, this giant TV screen are a bunch of, like, 
8-bit crappy monsters. And as I start shooting them, I am immediately teleported into, I'm going to say VR, but it might be just reality. I have no clue. And giant monsters are attacking me. And eventually, a big beast that looks like Quetzalcoatl, some winged serpent shows up, and I shoot it. And the next thing I know, I'm on my couch again. And my wife is crying on the floor. And she looks up at me and goes, you killed our God. You killed our God. And I'm like, what? What? And then she looks like she's about to hurt me. And the butler's like, run, master. And I run out the door. And at that point, no matter what I've been doing in this dream, that gets me to that point. Usually this is the way the story plays out. The dream cuts. And now it's from the perspective of either an Asian dude or an Indian dude. And it's them talking about what they love about the amusement park and how they think this ride is super immersive and they love it. And they're like, it's a great ride. I have so much fun. And like shows them walking in the park and it's sort of like an infomercial for the park. And then halfway through the interview, they pause, whichever one it is, they pause and they're like, wait a minute, is this still part of the ride? And then you hear a laugh in the background and it cuts. And now there's a whole other layer to this where it's me trying to escape the fact that the whole amusement park is actually the ride, right? Yeah. So what ends up happening this time in the dream is that as I killed Quetzalcoatl, my wife was on the ground in front of me, like bawling her eyes out. She's like, you killed our God. I couldn't focus because the actress playing my wife had such a nice butt that I kept looking at her butt and it, I was like laughing and I was like, lady, look, I, I, I can't, I'm sorry. I can't. I'm like, uh, immersion's broken. I can't. Cause I guess she was wearing yoga pants and it looked so good that I was like, I can't not like, I have to stop. I can't. And it was so distracting. I woke up from the dream this time and I woke up and started laughing. Like, I can't believe not only did I have that dream again, but that I recognized it was ridiculous by the fact that my wife this time like had a great ass. Huh. And this is a dream, like sequence or set of events that I've had numerous times and none of it makes sense to me. None of it. This is shit that I think a real dream psychologist needs to look at because I'm sure it means something and I don't know why I keep having it. I've had it multiple times. And like I said, maybe a hundred times it goes deeper and gets weirder and weirder. But recently I've been able to break out of it sooner. I just don't know what, like there's, there's parts later on where I'm, I'm running from these things that are chasing me, but I also know that it's not, I know it's an amusement park. So I'm not in fear. It's like when you go to the, uh, you know, zombie walk or the haunted mansion or whatever and you know that the guy in the the costume isn't really gonna get you but the jump scare is kind of scary it's that kind of vibe where i'm not running from like the monster because i think it's gonna end me i'm just like <laughs> laughing at them as they like ah! right it's so <laughs> it's so weird and i can't explain it and i this is a call to anyone i don't know what any of it means not a bit of it. That. I felt like I just got like a movie synopsis. That, it's, like, it feels <laughs> like a movie. It feels like it could be a movie of some sort. And it's 
even when I'm in it, I'm like, wow, this is really well done. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's crazy. I feel like you have like very like in depth like story driven dreams. Uh, you have like continuations of dreams and stuff. My dreams are just like little snippets of some mine are like short stories that make no sense. It's it's like how our brains just work differently. I don't know why. I guess. I mean, I, I, the thing is, I'll have very, I'll have maybe ninety nine percent of my dreams are very fuzzy. Like even when I'm in the dream, it doesn't seem like a lot's going on. <laughs> like it's very weird. <laughs> and then I'll wake up and it'll instantly be gone. But every once in a while, I'll have a dream that is. Uh, like part of the MCU, it is a cinematic universe. There is connectors to other dreams, and like it is wild. And I don't know, like <laughs> I don't, I can't explain to to you why I think in my life, me light gunning Quetzalcoatl suddenly relates to you have killed our god. I don't know what that means. I don't like the word <laughs> is so clear. I'm like she's sobbing, Crendor sobbing. And she's like on the ground, like crying her eyes out. And again, great butt, but it's weird. It's so weird. Even even in the moment, I think it's weird. When it's happening, I'm like, this is so weird. And that's what I like about it. I guess that's why I like going to this, this experience because it's so strange. But I just don't know what it means. I don't know why I'm getting a remote from a, from a bookshelf that only has three batteries and needs to open up something inside of a Widowmaker statue. I don't know why I wake up and there, you know, my my wife is next to me, slowly like operating on me all the time. I don't know. Like, it clearly must mean something related to my life, right? It has to. I yes. don't know what my brain is thinking. It doesn't make sense to me. Hmm. None of it. it I don't know what your brain's thinking either. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I want to say that you have a, a thing about just gods. Maybe you're just afraid of gods, or you just like learning about different gods, and by doing that, you kill the metaphorical god. Uh, <laughs> and you just love a great ass. Well, I mean, obviously, even Dream <laughs> Jesse loves a great ass. Even Dream Jesse's like, nice. I, I just, you know, I just want to put out like, in the moment, I was so distracted. Apparently, I'd killed God and was like, hold up. That's a nice ass. <laughs> like, look, look, I know I've murdered your God, but like, damn, that's a good ass. Yeah, that's where I was in this dream. And it woke me up and knocked me out of it. Huh. I was so distracted. Well, yeah, it got me. I, uh,. I had a few dreams, but they I didn't write any of them down, and then they were just kind of generic, you know, typical dreams of me. It was like, oh, spiders got in a war or something. I'm like, all right, spider Spiders war. got in a war? It wasn't an actual spider war, but it was something related to that. Um, <laughs> in fact, what was it? I think it was like a spider was attacking, and I was like fighting it off or something. It was something like that. But your dream, see, that's the problem, is your dream is like easy. You don't like spiders, I take it. I don't mind him. Damn it. <laughs> that doesn't happen. All right, whatever. My dreams are just like, sometimes they make sense. Sometimes it just feels like my, my brain's just like hard drive, you know, like defragmenting or something. And then other times it's just like a blend of stuff I've been thinking about mixed with that, which makes it really weird. Like we've had the, uh, we went where I just read through my dream journal 
Sure. Uh, yeah. In fact, I think it's time I'll just bring up a couple. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like, here's what I write down. These are from September of 2016. All right. Ghost in bedrooms. Amazon coffee. Friend is there. I think I think you actually read that one before. And yeah, I, asked, I have uh, read these. I'm just that's I'm so weird. No, like, yeah. And <laughs> I also wrote down Mr. Burns, Snow White, testing us about his new shoes. Uh, well, there I mean, was. <laughs> all right. Yeah. On the moon, taking pictures. Phone fills up. That's the saddest one of all. <laughs> that's the saddest dream. That's actually very, that's like a sad dream. That's like right. a. Uh... <laughs> it was pretty sad, actually. You're like, oh, man. Uh, oh. Here's a fun one. Trip to Korea. Fishing off dock. Guy almost drives off. War against British. Mega storm. 72-hour flight. Lady got sick. I mean, that could have happened to you. That sounds like when you travel. That was a more in-depth one, I think. I remember yeah. that one because I remember just being on the dock. It was like the sky was green, like crazy green. And then I remember just, they're just like, we're fighting the British. And I'm like, ah, shit. Oh, that uh, reminds me of the of the green water dream I had. Where I was like on a, green on a, I was like on a, I think I mentioned this on this podcast before. I was on like a door or something in the middle of the ocean. And the water was green and like mermaids and shit were around me trying to like pull me into the water. I think that's what that <laughs> dream was about. I don't remember. Maybe I have issues with Krender. Do I have issues with women? Is that what this is saying? Is that what this is saying? I mean, it would all add up. <laughs> I don't. Huh. Okay. Maybe you know what? Maybe I, maybe it's because I don't get good enough sleep. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> maybe. So then your brain, when it actually gets that REM sleep, it like hard REMs. <laughs> right. You know? It's like, oh my god. Yeah. You just may, go to a new maybe. dimension. <laughs> that yeah maybe maybe that's the problem it Doc, finally it was like, like oh thank out. god yeah how much sleep do you get uh you know three hours five <laughs> hours <laughs> yeah, it turns out you're just uh exhausted oh okay. <laughs> so you're saying when i murder quetzalcoatl it's actually me murdering my sleep <laughs> right <laughs> and sleep is your god oh <laughs> oh shit um I just I wanted to bring up something I wrote down that's completely unrelated to pretty much everything. Okay. Um, so I have a shampoo that I like using, and it smells oh. like Play-Doh. I, I hate this conversation already. <laughs> Why? But here's the thing. I don't actually know if it's what Play-Doh smells like. What does I that smelled, mean? Well, I haven't actually smelled Play-Doh since I was like six. Buy Play-Doh. You got, you got that YouTube money? Buy Play-Doh. I might have to, and then report back. Yeah, how it's much like Play-Doh anyway? Two dollars. I don't even know. I don't even know if they made Play-Doh anymore. They definitely they make Play-Doh for the kids, for sure. For kids and podcasters, <laughs> yes, they make Play-Doh. That's true. For the YouTubers that make weird kid videos, of course. Yeah, they definitely um, make Play-Doh. Yeah, there you go. Play-Doh, eight dollars, and you get ten Play-Dohs. Well, what if you just want, want one Play-Doh? Yeah, yeah what, is there a la carte Play-Doh? <laughs> is there just one? Uh, yeah, non-toxic. Yeah, because like kids eat Play-Doh. Yeah. Stupid uh, kids. See. Someone said, "Is it gluten-free?" Well, what? You're not gonna be. Eat well, I guess you could that's eat where it, we're but... at now. <laughs> gluten-free. Shut up. <laughs> gluten-free Play-Doh. 
Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't part of your well-balanced diet. I nice hate stuff. it. I hate it. Oh, my God. Um, super small. Do not buy waste of money. One star. Could not believe it when I opened the box. These things are extremely small. Should have read other reviews before purchasing. Not much a kid can do with a container this small, but mix it up with the other ones. This is just marketing ploy by Play-Doh. I cannot believe I wasted money on this. Do not purchase this. You will regret it. Well, maybe um, you'll be the first person to be like, I was looking to just sniff it, and uh, I mean, these, yeah, little, <laughs> these snifters worked. <laughs> this is what I would ideally like, like little containers. This is probably perfect. I could probably make a video out of it, too, or something. Yeah, with eight, you could make you could make a perfect video. Yeah. Oh, my God. You got to do right. it. You got to so, talk about your Play-Doh shampoo. What's it called? What's your Play-Doh shampoo called? Uh, the shampoo is called... Is it uh, like Dr. Gavalier's? Play-Doh shampoo. No, it's, uh, what's that one shampoo or uh, one brand that starts with an A? It's like Aino, Aino, Aino. Avita? Avita. Oh, wait. Avino. Avino. I got there. Avino oat milk blend shampoo. Oh, it's the oats in it. That smell. <laughs> it probably <laughs> that is the oats. everything. But I love that smell. I guess. That's become my new favorite smell. You like, just want to smell like it. oats? It's like oats and Play-Doh. <laughs> it just, it kind of, at first I was like, this smells like clay. It's such and a I good like, thing you're married. Because if you were like, <laughs> I need to go get a date. I'm smelling like oats and Play-Doh. I don't know who you're attracted. <laughs> I told Toaster Woman, I was like, this smells like clay. And then I was like, it smells like Play-Doh. And then I was like, smell it. She's like, I don't want to smell it. So I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm that checks you. out. That checks out. <laughs> it smells so good. I'm like, whenever I wash my hair, I at least get like four inhales where I'm like, ah. like I get th maybe three, four inhales. I So now I need to find out if it does smell like Play-Doh. I'm going to buy this. You should. You should buy that. <laughs> you should report back. Let us know. This is important. If anyone else wants to check it out, I highly recommend, unless you don't like the smell of clay or Play-Doh or oats. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's all of it. That's the whole package right there. So if you don't like those things, there's no reason to get this. Yeah. And then... Uh, yeah. This actually ties into it. I was writing about, like, the variance in reviews. You know what I mean? Because, like, you look at some of these reviews, it's like, oh, one star, the thing's too small. Then you get five stars, and someone's like, this is great. Uh, my three-year-old three -year -old grandson loves it. Uh, I purchased these... Because they were small cans. So, like, somebody wanted the small cans. Like, this is a five star. And someone else is, like, one star. So you see the actual review, and you're like, why is this such a mixed review? And then you realize it. And there's so many things like that, and it's all, like, skewed. So, like, there has to be a better rating system, you know? I'm, I mean, that's why you do your investigation and read it, though. Right? I mean, yeah, but at the same time. <laughs> I mean, you would, you would imagine that a four star review is a good product, right? A four out of five yeah. is still good. And the, the people that skewed it to have one less than a five star because there was, you know, a problem with this or that, but it's still a good product, right? And yeah. I think that's, for the most part, where you should your mind should be. So what made me think of this was, do you remember those breakfast bars? Like, uh, I guess that's generic. You know, like yeah, it was. I was like, the, uh, go on, yes. The bars that were like us. It's a Fruit Loops bar, but it's like in 
It's like a, it's got milk like as a. Oh yes, 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 yes. Those gross things. Yes. Yeah. So I was like nostalgic about those, and I was like, I wonder if they still sell them. And apparently they do. So I went on Amazon, and this one guy had possibly one of the best reviews <laughs> ever. Uh, not just like for the breakfast bar, but like for various things. Okay, so here's I found it already. Here's the guy. Uh, here's the guy. Here's the I mean, guy. Like that and his reviews. Oh, this one's for the breakfast bars. He says it's good. I like them all. It's good if I don't have much time to eat breakfast or others, so can eat and use this. So this is breakfast bars. It's good. I like it. (laughs) 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 That he's Uh, got Oreo white fudge covered chocolate. I love it. It's good, and I like chocolate fudge covered too. Both are good, but both a little bit differ because this one, if white fudge, and other one is fudge. I like both, and both are good. All caps. <laughs> the worst part is, is I, I'm seeing this, and even I can't believe I'm seeing it. <laughs> like I do, I don't know if he's like intoxicated writing these <laughs> chewy or... dips granola bars <laughs> i really love it dips i really love it and dips than other regularly chewy bars i yes like them but i eat most more and love most are chewy dips bar with chocolate covered best and i love it <laughs> <laughs> like these are my favorite type of bad reviews. Like if someone, <laughs> someone's going to review something, this is what I want to read. Well, here we go. One star. Beware, buyers. It's not right game as show picture. I will give it zero star. I ordered it because I want that game as shown in picture Uno Power Grab Game. But differ word item name. It's say Uno Prestige Card Game. I called Amazon and asked about it, and they say, yes, look, same other Uno power grab game. I like to imagine that's just what Amazon said. They're like, uh, hey, I, I purchased this, and they're like, yes, look, same other Uno power grab game. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I am order this because cheap, but when I received this game, and it's not power grab game, same as picture show, that picture is fake. Wrong and that, not true. Do you true. think this is a real, do you think this is, this, is this a real person? Oh, I think it's a real person. Is this a bot? Are you sure? They have pictures of the game. I love that color, but it's tight. Not like other North 15 men's belted ripstop 10 pocket size 42. (laughs) It's perfect fit. But I don't have color gold. Oh, well. (laughs) Four stars. Oh, well. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. This is... These are my favorite types of reviewers to find because it's like you know they're genuine, but like, <laughs> do you? <laughs> I do think you? I think this guy's completely genuine. Like when he says five stars for M and M's fudge brownie, he says it's good and I love it. It's delicious and I can't stop eat this. LOL. I do like fudgy brownie. So I believe if you love like fudgy brownie, then I believe you will love it. I really love it and it's really good. I think All he right. thinks it's really good. We're about to. We're forming a picture of this guy. All right, Crendor. I j- all right. So we know based on his purchases. One, he loves granola snacks of all variety. <laughs> yes. Two, he loves Play-Doh. Yep. Three, he loves Uno. He loves Uno. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna add these two purchases. 
purchased the exact same day. One is for a North 15 men's belted ripstop multi-cargo pants cotton short. I love this color lime green. And I got size 42. It fit me perfectly. I will buy that kind short again if they make and add more new colors. I like bright colors. I will buy more shorts. Or, oh boy. I will buy more shorts. <laughs> I had to go. I had to go to the. <laughs> I will buy more shorts. Our mint, seafoam, turquoise, and burgundy when they are available. And please add and make more colors too. I will buy if have gold and neon yellow. Also orange too. Then at the same time on the same day, he bought a Joe's USA men's big and tall short sleeve. Moisture wicking silk touch polo shirt. <laughs> I love that color. I really like it. I love bright colors. So that's why I like this. Oh, that's why I want this and I love it. It's a bright neon green. So this is a man <laughs> and a neon green shirt with neon lime green pants. <laughs> and he loves granola bars and play doh. I don't know how in my mind I cannot picture this human being well i don't even think he likes play-doh i didn't find him from the play-doh oh where'd you I found them from the cereal bar oh you're right Does. i mean all he has is multiple and uno and uno dominoes yeah but here's 15 of these reviews are from one day so he reviewed all these products on one day well you know he logged into the internet that day and prior to that, he hadn't reviewed something since April of 2019. Are you sure this isn't a bot? Are you sure this isn't a bot? I don't think this is a bot. A review bot? Come on. There's no way. You're right. He January 5th. And then... 10 the last, years ago. The his last first review. I just... I don't, I don't know. <laughs> There'll be someone who is hacked. Like, I don't... It doesn't seem real. It just doesn't seem real. He wrote the same way 10 years ago. <laughs> I don't, I feel like this is just who he is. It's. I feel like he's one of those people where you meet him in person. And he's just like, "Hey, how's it going?" And then this is just his writing style. I still think this guy got taken over by a bot. I can't believe it. I can't <laughs> believe it. He could be a bot, like an actual robot. <laughs> <laughs> I love lime point. green. Bright colors are my favorite. <laughs> Internet reviews showing us everything. About humanity. We learned a lot about uh, ourselves today, I think. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know what else you can leave internet reviews on? The, the, the amazing companies that advertise on this show. Whoa. Yeah, definitely try to leave your best review like that guy. Uh, it Great, amazing. Cox <laughs> Crendor, number one. That should be all our reviews on all platforms. <laughs> yeah, wherever you go, it doesn't matter what the product is. Always say, "Hey, great, it's amazing." Cox Crendor number one. Everyone's gonna feel like the shit is this show. <laughs> well, they'll have to look it. have to look it up and research it. Uh, well, uh, in, in relation to this episode, let's talk about calm because they're gonna help you get sleep. The sleep you need. And can I tell you, that might have been my problem. I didn't turn on my Calm app. I just thought I could fall asleep. I didn't turn on Calm. I failed, my, I failed myself. You failed. I totally was just like, also, it's because I had like 1% of my battery. It was like, ah. <laughs> I, I forgot to plug it in. You know, I'm an idiot. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, many of you know that uh, 
one of the most powerful ways you can improve your overall health is with sleep, right? It improves your happiness as well. It, it will seriously make your days better. And if you don't, it can change your daily routine just like it changed mine and make falling asleep even harder and just ruin everything. And look, I talked about it. I don't ever want to talk about it again. Hopefully tonight will be a well-deserved rest. And that's why we partner with Calm, the app designed to help you ease the stress of your life and make you sleep your best sleep. And when you relieve all this anxiety and improve your sleep, you feel better in every part of your, your day in your life. Calm has a whole library of programs designed for healthy sleeping, calm relaxation, all that stuff, like soundscapes, guided meditations, over a hundred sleep stories narrated by soothing voices like Stephen Fry and Laura Dern and Kelly Rowland and, and, and all sorts of people. Over 85 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds and get a better night's sleep. If you go to calm.com slash Cox, C-A-L-M dot C-O-M slash Cox, you'll get a limited time offer for 40% off of the Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programming. It's amazing. I, I, I use it all the time when I'm not an idiot and forget. I just realized as I was doing this ad, that's what I was like, oh, I didn't even use it when I was trying to get to sleep. Oh, so <laughs> dumb. It would have knocked my butt out. It would have knocked me out. It would have. Get the Calm app and experience transformation in the way you sleep. For listeners right now, you can go to calm.com slash cox, calm.com slash cox, get 40% off a Calm premium subscription. Once again, that's calm.com slash cox. Also today, we're brought to you by Ritual. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Do we really know what's in our multivitamins? A lot of them are sugars and GMOs and synthetic fillers and artificial colorants, not to mention things like... Uh, sheep's wool and gelatin from hooves and hides and all sorts of stuff. That's not what Ritual is. Ritual is clean, vegan-friendly, made from key nutrients and forms your body can actually use with no shady extras. The Ritual that I'm using, essential for men, the vitamins literally tell you where you're getting everything from. Their uh, omega-3s are from microalgae and they will literally tell you where it's from. Like on the box, they'll be like, it's from, it's from this place in Canada. Right, the folates they have are they're from Italy, right? They'll say that oh, the vitamin A, yeah, it's in a bioavailable form uh, from Switzerland, right? There's oh, the vegan certified D3 from the UK, right? And they'll, they'll just, it's all there, so you'd never have to worry about what you're putting in your body. Ritual is multivitamins reimagined, formulated from key ingredients, like I said, with uh, vitamin D3 to help fill all the gaps in there, fresh tasting. Delayed release time capsules are designed to dissolve later in less sensitive areas of the stomach so you can take them with or without food. And it's made traceable. I just gave you an example. You can see the visible supply chain of where all this stuff is coming from. Ritual is designed with different life stages in mind, right? Women, men, teens, there are multivitamins developed for you at whatever stage of life you're in. And it's delivered to your door every month with free shipping. Always. You can start, you can snooze it, you can cancel your subscription anytime. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they will refund your first order. What you need to do 
is go to ritual.com slash Cox and start your ritual today. You will get 10% off during your first three months if you go right now. Because honestly, you should know what's in your multivitamin. So go to ritual.com slash Cox and start that ritual today. All right, Grendel, let's go to Chop Chop Sounds. Guys, Grendel, a traveler. Oh boy, is traffic and it's going everywhere. There's so much traffic and I hate it. I hate traffic. Why do I do this? Why do I go up and look at the traffic? I hate traffic. Everybody just stop. Just start walking instead. Well, I guess there could be walking traffic. I hate traffic. Uh, back to you. All right, Crendor. Thanks for that report. Uh, <laughs> let's go yes. to weather. Weather. Welcome to the weather desk. You know what? I haven't, I haven't just done my own kind of wing it, you know? Uh, in a while, so I'm just gonna wing this one. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, why? Why give the fans something they want? <clears throat> yeah, no, let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, let's go to. Would uh, be a fun place like Goob, 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 Goo Goober, Goober, Gooberville. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's a Gooberville, Louisiana. Of course there is. Wait, and that says Lena, Louisiana. Is that just a nickname for people who live in Lena? Over in Gooberville. <laughs> it must be, but it it's like common enough that weather.com is like, you must be looking for Gooberville. <laughs> All right. Well, tell us about Gooberville. In Gooberville, it's 66 degrees. You got a 15% chance of rain. Making me have uh, to look up Gooberville. Look up Gooberville. 94% humidity. Eight mile an hour winds. You got a 64 degree dew point. You got a waxing gibbous moon. You got nine miles of visibility. The 10-day of Gooberville. You got 72 with thunderstorms, 73 partly cloudy, 60 partly cloudy, 54 partly cloudy. Back up to 61, mostly sunny, 69 with the p.m. showers, then 70 with a partly cloudy. And then you got a 63, 65, 69, 66, 60, 62, 61 with on and off showers uh, down in Louisiana. Well, I don't know anything about Louisiana Gooberville, but Gooberville... <laughs> is in Urban Dictionary right. as a nickname for downtown Great Barrington, Massachusetts, so-called because of its overpopulation of townies, goobers, and muckmucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to look up goobers. That, uh, it's got 13 thumbs down and 11 thumbs up, so people don't even agree with it. But those might be goobers. Yeah, a goober is a term of affection for a lovable, silly, lighthearted person. Always easy to poke fun at without actually meaning harm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, goober. Well, it also, maybe it's just angry townies. Maybe it is angry townies. <laughs> townie. They just wish they were goobers. Yeah. Adult townies are those old guys in college towns who hang around the bars wondering when the semester is going to end and all these damn college kids are going to go home. <laughs> nice. This, this, I, love, I love all the definitions as you scroll down from the top definition of Gooberville. Gooberville, the middle of nowhere. Basically Narnia. Yeah, yeah. I can see Gooberville as Narnia. <laughs> Welcome to Narnia. <laughs> Looks more like Cooperville to me. Uh, that's the weather. 
Alright, what's going on in sports? Well, sports, we've got our Super Bowl teams, just like I predicted. It's never the teams I want. It's the Buccaneers and the Chiefs. Boo! I said I wouldn't watch. I am not going to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll probably watch, but I won't be happy about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, that's the Super Bowl. It is what it is. It is what it is. (laughs) Yeah, moving on. Uh, NBA, uh, a lot of NBA stuff happening, uh, NHL, a lot of NHL stuff happening, uh, hey, the Buffalo Sabres won a game, so at least Buffalo did win something. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, that's, that's nice, I guess. Yeah, and, uh, the three best hockey teams right now, Montreal, Toronto, and Vegas. One of those is not like the other. I want more Vegas. I need. Can you imagine the COVID version of like in the land oh, yeah. of the after times? <laughs> One team battled through sickness and health. <laughs> right? Like, hey, I know that that's going to be a great playoff if that happens. Oh, yeah. No, it'll be fantastic. Um, And then, uh, Back over basketball, there's a 12 and 5, 76ers at the top, 10 and 6 bucks. And on the West, you got the Clippers 13 and 4, Lakers 13 and 4, Jazz 12 and 4. And those are the top basketball teams. Uh, and there's rumors that the Olympics for Japan wouldn't be happening and they'd get canceled. But now, apparently, like they're going to try to vaccinate a bunch of the Olympians to get there or something. I don't know what's happening. Uh, so hopefully it happens. I don't. I, I, th- I, I, like I heard that it wasn't going to, and then people started talking about like it's still happening. And I was like, okay. Well, apparently Japan was like, uh, we might have the, you know, it might be in doubt or something. But then Japan denies the categorically categorically untrue rumors of the Olympics being in doubt, and then apparently they're going to try like vaccinate all the Olympians. Interesting. So that at least they could go or something. So that's. I hope it's uh, good because I like watching the Olympics. I love, you know, I like having it on as like background or occasionally checking in, being like, "That's pretty neat." I mean, and, uh, <laughs> I usually fall asleep to it. So, uh, yeah, exactly. It's great for sleeping. Yeah, the Olympics is good sleeping. And that's sports. Okay, Crandall, what's our big news story of the day? Big news story. Of the day, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there is a story of a man that lived undetected in Chicago airport for three months. I saw that story. I don't know how that happens. I thought he maybe he was detected. He just like stayed in a terminal. That's what I thought happened. Yeah, I. <clears throat> Let's see. Now I'm curious. There's that guy that lived in the baseball stadium or whatever. Yeah, but <laughs> he was undetected. Lived at Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, see. the Disney World guy. He was undetected yeah. too. This guy I thought was just he didn't want to leave the airport, so he stayed in the airport the entire time. That's what I thought the story was. What happened? A California man who was scared to go home because of COVID lived undetected in the airport for three months. He was undetected. Uh, That's so weird. Uh, How is that possible? Udai Singh, 
33, was arrested on Saturday morning local time at O'Hare and charged with impersonation in a restricted area of the airport and theft of less than $500, Chicago Police Department confirmed to CNN. Singh appeared in bond the court following day where they said he had arrived on a flight from L.A. on October 19th. He is then alleged to have lived undiscovered in the airport security zone until his January 16th arrest. Singh is reported to have been apprehended after being approached by two United Airlines employees who asked to see his ID. He said to have shown them an airport ID badge that belonged to an operations manager who had been reported, uh, who had reported it missing in late October. Assistant State Attorney Kathleen Haggerty said in court that Singh claimed to have been scared to go home due to COVID and that other passengers had provided him with food. What? Uh, so he just like people just kept giving him food. I guess. <laughs> Cook County Judge Suzanne Ortiz expressed surprise the unusual circumstances of the case. So if I understand you correctly, Ortiz says, you're telling me that an unauthorized, non-employee individual was allegedly living within a secure part of the O'Hare Airport terminal from October 19th to January 16th and was not detected? I want to understand you correctly. Assistant Public Defender Courtney Smallwood told the court that Singh is a resident of the Los Angeles suburb of Orange and does not have a criminal background. Singh's bail said to have been set at $1,000 with condition he does not re-enter O'Hare and he is due back in court January 27th. What the uh, hell? How, but, how did, like, how did he go under, where did he sleep? Yeah, like, where did he sleep? Why, how... Is it How like that movie where, uh, with What's-His-Face where he like goes into the, you know, with Tom Hanks? Oh, yeah. And he goes into the part that's under construction and he just like lives in that part? But how Maybe. How would he not? For mo I mean, I guess the staff is limited. If there's ever a time to live somewhere and not be detected, it would probably be now, right? I know, that's so yeah, weird. How is that possible? That does seem pretty impossible for like. Like, I could see it happening for, like, you know, a couple of weeks or something, but, like, three months. I can't figure that's it out. That's impressive. Yeah, that's amazing. Most of the people that we've talked about have been, you know, one, two, three, four weeks, maybe a month. But three months? Yeah. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. That is, and just like the other two, you know, I don't think they did anything bad. Like, they didn't hurt anyone or do anything. They are just going along. Yeah, it's just... I, I, if I had a hat on, I'd tip it for this dude. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> it's impressive. They should hire him for, like, security. Just I don't the, like, know how like, all he, right. Yeah, I need to know where he was at. Where Like, there got to be an interview with this dude where he's just talking about living in where. Where did he live? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, I don't see any interviews with him or anything. I just, they should, yeah, give me, like, a five-minute interview of them being, like, how'd you do it? Where'd you live? Like. I want to know. It's crazy. That is crazy. Huh. So hopefully one day we will get that interview. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm so impressed. That's so yeah. wild that he did this. And having been to O'Hare, I can't imagine how he wouldn't be seen. I just can't figure it out. Or how he yeah. got into that area that was secure. Yeah. So it I guess he stole the badge. But, like, even then, like, you got to steal someone's badge that looks like you. Unless they don't care. It's like, I don't know. Maybe there's no photo on it. And it's just one of those like, bing, bing badges that like yeah, opens maybe. doors. But even then, you have to have the balls to be like, I'm going to steal that guy's badge. I just, 
And then to do, and then to do it not like I guess it's kind of malicious, but he stole it just so he could like hide out, not so he could rob anyone. But they said he sold less than five hundred over three months. That man is a saint. If he's only <laughs> taking five hundred over three months, it's just it's crazy. I don't know. So I'd like to I'd like to see an interview with him. Maybe maybe need, a Netflix yeah. series. I would. Yeah, we need something, <laughs> some explanation. There's so much of that yeah. story that that. I need more of all right, well, hopefully we'll find something out this week with that story. But that is it for us. Thank you so much for listening and watching around and enjoying this podcast. Crandor, hit him with the socials. We've got socials. YouTube.com slash Cox and Crandor podcast. Subscribe, comment, hit the bell, like, give us the thumb. Like. Hey. Uh also, get the rid of the podcast part, and you get yourself an animation channel. Check that out. Do the same thing. Also, we're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on all the podcast sites. Also, check out our main stuff on twitch.tv slash crendor, twitch.tv slash Cox, youtube.com slash crendor, youtube.com slash Cox, facebook.com crendor, facebook.com Cox, twitter, jessicox, twitter.com crendor, instagram, notoriouscox, instagram, crendor. Uh, Patreon, <laughs> Crendor, Patreon, Jess Cox, yeehaw, yeehaw. Okay, well, that's it. Thanks for watching, gang, or listening. We'll see y'all next time, and as always, no. to be continued. <laughs>